0: The death rate from coronary disease in Japan has always been curiously low. A recent study published in the Journal of American College of Cardiology suggests that the low rate of coronary heart disease among Japanese men may be due to their high consumption of fish. Our guest today, Dr. Akira Sekikawa, is here to discuss the findings of his study and earlier studies that show Japanese men had significantly less plaque buildup in their arteries when compared to white men and Japanese-American men living in the United States with similar blood cholesterol levels. Dr. Sekikawa, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Well, let's start with a little history. Let's go back about 40 years to the seven-country study, which was... Done by Ansel Keys. What did that study show, and what did you learn from that?
1: Seven countries studied. That it is uh, probably the first large-scale international study of monitoring the cardiovascular disease and the diet across the world. And we found surprisingly, uh, a surprising variation with regard to a mortality from heart disease, to be specifically coronary heart disease. And also now, I think we take it for granted that cholesterol, especially cholesterol intake or fat intake or serum level cholesterol is a risk factor of coronary heart disease. But this study found that the variation across the country with regard to coronary heart disease is corresponding to the variation in serum level cholesterol or saturated fat intake.
0: Well, you know, critics of Ansel Keys would would point out that he left out many countries, that he only picked the seven countries that supported his hypothesis and left out the ones that did not support his hypothesis. Mm -hmm. And in 1997, he actually wrote a quote, this was probably near the end of his life, saying, there's no connection whatsoever between cholesterol in food and cholesterol in blood. And we've known that all along cholesterol in the diet doesn't matter at all unless you happen to be a chicken or a rabbit.
1: (laughs) Well, you are saying I think that dietary intake of cholesterol is a not much association with regard to that Ansel Key says that the level cholesterol is associated is mainly saturated fatty acid positively and the negativity associated is polyunsaturated fatty acid and the part of the cholesterol intake is actually uh, do a little part and very interestingly researchers have long been known that the dietary intake of cholesterol is much higher in the Japanese in Japan as compared to uh, Americans or the other European countries, that level of serum cholesterol has been much, much higher in the United States or the other Western European countries. So, dietary intake of cholesterol is a little less associated with the serum level of cholesterol. That's true.
0: Let's talk about the study that you authored. This was from the Journal of American College of Cardiology. What was the objective? What were you trying to prove?
1: One thing is that what seven countries found is that uh, back in 90, like sixties or seventies Japan has uh, somehow much much lower mortality of coronary heart disease compared to other developed countries. but researchers thought this is mainly due to the very low level of total cholesterol in this population. At that time, Americans, their level of total cholesterol was about 240, or Finland, 260, versus in Japan, 160. So this may be the reason why the Japanese have a very low level of coronary heart disease mortality. But since then, so-called risk factor of coronary heart disease, blood pressure, smoking, or cholesterol, because of the westernization of the lifestyle change toward the westernization of lifestyle in Japan, their level of total cholesterol or LDL cholesterol continuously is rising. And just compare the people, those born after World War II, and compare the same age group in the United States, especially white men, their level of total cholesterol and blood pressure has been very similar throughout their lifetime. And in addition, uh, if you've been to Asian countries, man smoke infamously, the rate of smoking much higher. So just a traditional risk factor-wise, there seems to be no reason we can assume that the Japanese in Japan have much lower coronary heart disease mortality as compared to U.S. white. The other issue is some people would say, oh, that's maybe just a genetic. So we also have the Japanese-American component in our study.
0: What kind of methods did you use in this study? Who did you look at? What kind of populations?
1: Among age 40 to 49 and population-based sample in Japanese in Japan and Japanese-American in Honolulu and white, yes.
0: And what kind of things did you look at besides their bids?
1: Outcome measurement, because actual incidence, attack rate of coronary heart disease is very, very low in these young people. So we use the non-invasive imaging technology to assess the level of atherosclerosis. So we use coronary calcification evaluated by CAT scan also the thickness of the intima mid-hearted artery, so we call it IMT.
0: If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell, and my guest today is researcher Dr. Akira Sekikawa, and we're talking about a recent study that he did on perhaps showing that the Japanese diet rich in fish may actually hold the secret to a healthy heart. Dr. Sekikawa, what were the results of your study?
1: results show that the so-called traditional risk factor and that the cholesterol, blood pressure, smoking, or other things does not explain the difference in the level of subclinical atherosclerosis between the Japanese in Japan and the white, but if we put the serum levels of fish oil, N3 fatty acid, we would say, the difference disappears. So very high consumption of fish among the Japanese may be the reason that they have much lower rate of coronary heart disease or much lower level of atherosclerosis.
0: When a Japanese man moves to Honolulu, what kind of changes in his lifestyle besides Food. I mean does he take on the Western style of living which is less contact with family, more stress, more chasing the dollar and eating more processed foods?
1: Well Japanese American population is first purely Japanese Japanese, no ethnic admixture mixture for one thing. And these are the third and or fourth generation Japanese Americans. So we could say that purely Genetically, the same with the Japanese in Japan, but in a culture or lifestyle-wise, it's totally accultured, so westernized, totally westernized.
0: And the other things that change are the air quality, the water quality, so it seems there's more factors than just the fish intake.
1: You mean comparing the Japanese in Japan and white or the Japanese-American issue? The Japanese in Japan
0: and the Japanese in America.
1: Uh huh. I would say that... Yeah.
0: Hawaiian air is pretty good, I would imagine. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah quality or the stress. And with regard to that, yes, uh, they should be much better, yes.
0: Perhaps it's just speaking English and living in America, which is what's dangerous for your health.
1: Yeah, another hypothesis is <laughs> that they don't use chopsticks.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We should get rid of our forks. Um, Well, let's talk about how much fish intake is the appropriate amount of fish intake. What is the normal fish intake in Japan?
1: In Japan, surprisingly, they eat fish every day. And the National Nutrition Survey says that the man aged 40 or 50, they eat about 100 grams. That is about uh, how much ounce, Uh, 100 grams of fish every day they eat. This is very striking with the data from the United States or other countries. In the United States, medium value of fish intake is probably less than two times a week versus every day, 100 grams.
0: I remember reading a study where they actually supplemented Japanese people in Japan and gave them even more fish oil.
1: <laughs> that is a study called the j
0: yes. So did they get even more of a benefit? We need to be very careful to
1: interpret that study. For one thing, is that the incidence of coronary heart disease or heart disease, actually, yes, they have beneficial effects, but uh, mortality-wise, no different.
0: And let's talk about mortality. So the Japanese men are not dying of coronary artery disease. What are the major causes of death in Japan?
1: Still cardiovascular disease, but the stroke rate is far, far higher than that in the United States. And the cancer, about the same.
0: And so any theories why more strokes?
1: I think mainly the controlled blood pressure.
0: So when we look at fish oil, there's a lot of proposed mechanisms uh, that say why the fish oil is working. Some say it's antithrombotic. Some say it is stabilizing membranes. Some say, you know, lowering triglycerides. What do you think is the ultimate mechanism responsible for all the benefits?
1: That the current that the American Heart Association recommends for healthy people increase the fish intake two times a week is current recommendation. And this is, I think, based on the fish effect on anti arrhythmia the effect, and there are lots of studies to support this hypothesis. And increasing the fish intake two times per week and more would not have much effect with regard to arrhythmia, and I agree with that. But uh, our study, Japanese in Japan, we found that significant negative association with serum level of fish oil with measurement of atherosclerosis. So which means lifelong intake of fish may be associated with anti atherogenic effect.
0: What do you think is a good recommendation for all Americans in terms of the amount of fish they should eat per week? And if they don't like fish, how much fish oil should they take a day?
1: Currently, the American Heart Association recommended two times a week of fish intake is very reasonable, and I don't suggest to increase the intake of fish based on our study result because we don't have any clinical trial evidence with regard to increased fish intake substantially that can prevent the coronary heart disease. So the current recommendation would be great. And I'm not sure that whether omega 3 supplement is good or not. I don't think any good research as to the healthy population.
0: Doctor Sekikawa, are you working on any future studies currently?
1: Actually this study the research I described this as a cross-sectional study. But recently, a follow-up study of this cohort was funded by the NIH so that we will continue working on the analysis longitudinally instead of cross-sectionally.
0: And I'm wondering if you think there's an opinion between over-the-counter fish oil and prescription fish oil.
1: Prescription fish oil is basically for those who have heart disease, right?
0: Right, and it's also indicated for the lowering of triglycerides currently uh-huh. in the U.S.
1: Yeah, lowering triglyceride, but medication for the lowering of triglyceride is transferable or other medication. And if that doesn't work, omega 3 may be a good choice.
0: Dr. Sakikawa, is there anything else you'd like to add before we go?
1: That's about it.
0: Dr. Akira Sekikawa, thank you very much for talking with me today. Thank you very much for having me. I'm Dr. Larry Kaskill, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD. If you'd like to contact us with any suggestions, please reach us at reachmd.com. And you can also find our entire library of on-demand podcasts there. And thanks for listening.